Hi everyone, my name is Melissa Lee and I'm your health coach who targets women with PCOS and women in general who wants to achieve stubborn weight loss. I do my best work when I work with PCOS urban women in their 30s who are embarrassed about their weight but want to feel comfortable in their bodies and are able to lose stubborn weight naturally. In this podcast, we talk about various topics including why stubborn weight loss is so hard to achieve. If this is you, definitely put this in your podcast list because one episode will be released every single week. Hi everyone, I have Hannah Stoffel on the show today to talk to us about adult acne. Hannah is a certified health coach trained through Dr. Sears Wellness Institute and I met her through our business group. She draws from personal experience when dealing with acne and is now helping her clients do the same in a holistic way. Acne is just one of the symptoms of PCOS, but can contribute very much to low self-esteem and a lack of confidence. I hope you find this episode really inspiring and eye-opening as we share about what strategies we can do to help with adult acne. So welcome, Hannah. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I think acne is one, uh, one of the topics where people get really sensitive about. So let's jump right in. What is your story with acne? So my story with acne begins um, in my early teen years, where I spent many afternoons in the dermatologist's office, um, went through all of the pretty much every oral uh, medication <laughs> and topical medication, including uh, Accutane. So my skin would respond a little bit to an antibiotic or a topical treatment, and then the acne would come back. And my doctor felt it was severe enough that I should go on Accutane. And that actually uh, kept my acne at bay for a while. My skin was pretty clear. And in my 20s, I was kind of managing my acne. So I wouldn't say I had perfectly clear skin, but it wasn't so bad that I couldn't, you know, cover the blemishes with makeup and things like that. But it was always a bit of a struggle. And then in my early 30s, um, I had kind of what I call a perfect storm of events that led to my face completely erupting with acne that I feel was as bad, if not worse, um, as what I had when I was a teenager. And so that's really what prompted me to say, uh, this is not a problem that's just disappearing, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. let me dig a little bit deeper and figure out what's really going on and how to create a lifestyle that supports clear skin. Right. And I think a lot of people feel like that once you get past the teenage years, you're like home free, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, you get to be more beautiful or like have clearer skin. And yeah. So what are some misconceptions about having adult acne? Like what do people get, you know, have some myths about it? It's such a great question. I think one is that um, what you eat has nothing to do with it. That's a very common one that I see that um, diet does not play a role. And there's so much research to support that diet actually does play a role. And so I would say that's probably number one. And then this idea of creating a lifestyle to support clear skin. So what I see really often, I would say one of the biggest misconceptions is that there's like 
one solution that's going to solve the acne for you for good. And I really believe it's more about creating, it's like putting pieces of a puzzle together. Mm-hmm. And then when the pieces fit, all these other things, not only do you, does your skin clear, but your digestion improves and your energy is better. And you'll notice all these other positive benefits in your life. So I think those two big misconceptions that like, I just have to find this one topical treatment that oh, yeah. you know, and I like searching, searching and I can't find it. So the, the misconception is that, you know, um, diet doesn't have a role and not really understanding that it's pieces of a puzzle that are going to give you the end result that you really want. Nice. I like that. A very holistic way of approaching and yes, I like that there's no like single focus on like finding a correct brand of skincare. Um, I know uh, like plenty of women would spend so much money on finding the right kind of skincare. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I would like to dive more into that whole skincare part later on. Um, but so actually, so what causes acne in adults as we talk about this? So I am a really a firm believer that it's probably not one thing that results in it mm-hmm. and that okay. it's kind of like a combination of things. I will say for women, adult women, a common thing that I see is oral contraceptives are very common, right? right. And then, so you're on them and mm-hmm. a lot of times girls get on them at a younger age to help control acne, maybe control painful periods. It's not uncommon. And then you reach the age where it's time to have a family. And so you go off of that oral contraceptive and your skin freaks out. And this is a very common phenomenon, um, this post break, you know, post birth control breakout, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So sometimes it's related to something specifically such as that. Um, and then other times in adult women, I think it's a culmination of nutritional and lifestyle factors, as well as improper skincare that have kind of been like building upon themselves. And then you've got these hormonal shifts happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's appearance makes its way on your face and it's like, wow, it came out of nowhere. But really, if you kind of take a step back and look at maybe you know, what type of lifestyle were you leading? Were you really supporting your overall health to support clear skin? Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, I think that acne is very hormone mediated. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, I would like to say that like for PCOS women, a lot of us get put on the birth control uh, yeah. just to, you know, help with our irregular periods and all that. And I myself was put on it. And I actually think that I had a little bit of that post-pill acne yeah. thing going on. And it's, I don't know, like it just didn't help my higher levels of testosterone in the first mm-hmm. place. And I'm pretty sure like anyone listening to this would agree. So yeah, who do you, agree, yeah. yeah. So who yes. do you work with more? Like, do you work with men or women? I'm assuming women in your case. Yeah. So basically I, I pretty much strictly worked with work with women. Um, oh, high five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I have um, just recently had a, a young man reach out to me and ask if I could help. And I have to say my heart went out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, 
um, necessarily completely reject working with a man. Um, but for simplicity sake, I feel like you get really good in your practice when you are working with a specific type of person. And for me, yeah, it's really adult women who have acne is the main mm -hmm. focus. Right. And would that be, you know, including like postmenopausal women or like, do you see more adult acne in like the reproductive years or just after menopause? Um, so the clients that I've had that are postmenopausal have not really had a lot of issues with their skin. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, I know that that can be a factor. I mean, acne doesn't go away just because you hit age, you know, 50 yeah. or even 60. Um, in fact, there's a woman I know who she's in her 60s and she's like, yeah, I still get breakouts. So it doesn't just disappear. But I will say as far as my personal clients, I see it more in the reproductive years. Right. Uh, but I also think that's just kind of the demographic that gravitates towards working with me. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely not something that goes away just because you hit this magical number. <laughs> I would like to take a quick break from the podcast to talk to you about Osea Malibu. Osea is a skincare brand that is safe and non-toxic. It is made in Malibu, California. The brand uses formulations from seaweed blended with pure essential oils. I stumbled upon Osea at a wellness event and I could not be happier with their ocean cleanser. I love it because it is so hydrating, it is light, it does not give me any breakouts, um, it is great for just clarifying the skin. The brand is vegan and gluten-free, obtaining ingredients from plant-based sources. They use three main kinds of algae from the ocean, and my favorite is obviously the Osea Cleanser. So for every purchase of $40 and more, you can add a travel-sized product worth $18 of value to your cart for free with the use of the code NOURISHMELL. So just to repeat, you have to use the code NOURISHMELL and add a travel size product to your cart on every purchase of $40 and more. So earlier you were talking about like lifestyle factors that affect acne. So just wondering more about that, like is it like high stress, um, I'm assuming, toxins in the environment, are there any others that maybe people don't think about? Absolutely. So yeah, you really hit the nail on the head with the high stress. Um, <laughs> you know <what? laughs> That's definitely a huge, huge factor. And talking about that just for a moment, I think the key to remember here is we can't completely eliminate stress. Everyone experiences stress and not yeah. all stress is bad. I mean, there's good stressors in our life, like getting pregnant it's still a stressor, you know, it's still mm -hmm. a new life change, but it's not a bad life change. It's, it's a good, fun, positive thing, you know? So definitely learning to manage your stress levels and have some control over them. And there's simple things you can do, like not spending so much time on social media or, you know, making time to be quiet, to like have those moments where you sit and do something that's just simply enjoyable. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, reading a book or taking a hot bath or something where you can just kind of tune out the noise of the world. I think those things are really important to help manage stress. But another thing that I see often is the issue of exercise. 
And I think exercise is so misunderstood. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) There's this kind of push, not kind of, there is a push to really work out like at this real high intensity and for long durations of time. And I see it all the time because women want to be thin. They want to be fit. They want to have flat tummies. And so it's like, Oh my God, I do an hour and a half a day. And I really, I've been in the fitness world since I was young. I've always loved fitness. And before I understood nutrition, I used fitness to like, I worked my way out of poor nutrition. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. So fitness is a big passion of mine. And I think it's an area that a lot of women, they get hung up on and confused about because it's like, um, they go with, again, just the long, intense forms of exercise that are maybe putting too much stress on the body. We have to remember that exercise is good, but it does create oxidative stress. And they also buy into the lie that, oh, you know, this idea of like cheating on your diet, which I actually hate that word. You're not allowed to use it if you work with me. That's like the first word we eliminate. You're not cheating. (laughs) You're just choosing to eat something. But this idea that, oh, I work out really hard. And so now I'm going to reward myself with this whatever. And not realizing that when you're working out, and especially if you're working out at a higher intensity, Mm -hmm. you have to be that much more careful about what you're eating because you've created this oxidative stress in your body Again, exercise is good. I'm not saying it's bad. And I want to make sure that that's very clear. But we do have to then fuel our body with lots of antioxidant rich foods, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like with exercise, there's this right balance, especially if you're someone who's acne prone. um, There's this right balance of finding the type of exercise that brings you joy you know, it should be enjoyable. Exercise is meant to be fun. And there's a type for you. If, if what you're currently doing, you hate it. It just means you haven't found the right type for you, mm-hmm. but also finding that right duration because exercise should fuel you for your day and leave you like energized for your day. And what I see a lot of times with women is they're exhausted. Like, Oh, I work out for an hour in the morning but then they're not really able to do anything else. That's a problem. And it's a problem that needs to be addressed rather quickly. Yeah. The whole point of over-exercising, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have been in the fitness world also before. I mean, I used to be a personal trainer actually before mm-hmm. uh, I became a health coach, but I definitely saw a lot of women coming to me wanting to out-exercise a bad diet mm-hmm. or their stress levels and, um ironically actually that was the reason why I wanted to be a health coach because I saw that and I was like I think you need a more holistic approach to -hmm. help you with your you know not only belly fat but like your lack of sleep or your your skin health Mm -hmm. um yeah so I guess I want to paint a picture that whatever stress that occurs on the inside it actually comes out on the outside right like would you say that our skin is like a reflection of what's happening inside. Yeah, um, it it definitely can be absolutely. Um, you know, the ironic thing about that statement, though, is sometimes, and I have met these women who are incredibly gorgeous, like perfect skin, perfect hair, and you're like, no way does she have health issues? And then you start right. talking to her, and you're like, oh my gosh, like 
she has all these gut issues. And I mean, I have actually experienced this. So I'm not just making this up. I've seen it. And you go, why does her skin and her mm -hmm. hair, why is she so beautiful, but yet she's got all these health issues. I want to stress the point that, you know, everyone shows, people show inflammation in different ways. So what I believe is that some of us are genetically prone to have issues with acne. Mm -hmm. And when our body, like you're saying that, you know, the skin is a reflection of what's going on inside. I don't discredit that. I think mm -hmm. there's some truth to it. I don't think it's true in, across the board though. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like women sometimes get discouraged when they see their friend who eats cookies all day and like, right. has and yeah. they're like, I don't understand. It's because mm -hmm. she shows inflammation in a different way. And it doesn't mean that she doesn't have any health problems. They just right. might not be so visible. But one of the blessings of acne is it can be the thing that fuels you to take action because it is such an outward thing and other people can see it and it can feel so like you were talking about, you know, the emotional mm -hmm. stress of acne. It's not just mm -hmm. physical. It takes an emotional toll, but it can be the thing that says, you know what? Something's off in my body. Let yeah. me figure out what that is. So taking it and looking at it that way may bless you. Tremendous. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. It's like a gift, right? It's a signal. It um, and it's, it's easy to see. And mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like, you know, people are not really in touch with their bodies. So like for people who are not like actually having like some kind of physical symptom could actually be easier for them to be like, Oh, okay, I have something to work on. I'm so glad you brought that up, by the way. Yes, That's really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we do get into the whole comparison syndrome thing. Like I know I have seen so my friends good. with yeah. clear skin and I'm like, we're eating the same thing or like we were drinking the same amount, you know, of alcohol. Right. But I guess what kind of um help or support with some like for someone with adult acne, where can they find it? Um, online so when you gave me that question um, it really kind of got me thinking mm -hmm. um, because I'm in several Facebook groups that are specific for acne and it's interesting because I think the purpose of the groups oftentimes is to be a source of support and encouragement and offering helpful advice mm. but what happens is very quickly these groups tend to turn kind of very negative and oftentimes have downright bad advice <laughs> right so I think it's something that there are um Facebook support groups there's a lot of um women on Instagram who share their personal acne stories mm -hmm. what I would say to you is finding those you know, if you find a few Instagram accounts that really encourage you and inspire you and make you, you know, feel like you're not so alone and give helpful advice, follow those. If it doesn't bring you fulfillment, if it's making you feel more stressed out about it, unfollow, don't follow. And the same thing in the Facebook groups, take the advice that's given with a grain of salt and don't fail to research a little bit on your own. Because again, I've seen, I know people, I think they really come with good intentions, 
to help someone else, but sometimes the advice is just downright bad. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, please don't do that. You're going to probably make your skin much worse. And do you feel really stressed when you're in the Facebook group? And cause you know, you're like a coach, but then you don't want to like kind of, I don't know, override your authority or something. Yeah. It's a very, um, tricky situation mm-hmm. because I find that people are asking for help, but sometimes they don't, there's, there's a few situations. Sometimes they don't really want help. They yeah. just prevent their problem. Right. And you say, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, and then you, you know, I'm very careful to offer what I feel are helpful tips and suggestions without, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, no one likes someone who comes in and is like, work with me or buy my skincare. And, you know, you see that a lot too. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, you get the women in there that sell skincare lines and Mm. they're like, no, well, all you need is this and it'll fix it. And for someone who's had, who has chronic acne, they've done all the, all of that stuff. You know, if they're kind of like, no, I've done that. Uh (laughs) I need a more, like you're talking about, you know, a holistic approach that looks at everything, not just what you're putting on the skin. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, it is kind of tough being in those groups sometimes as a coach. Um, I genuinely want to help, but, um, I try to do so in a very respectful manner and, you know, if someone doesn't want my advice, then they're probably not your client anyway. Exactly. I resonate so well with you on this because I'm in also like, you know, some PCOS groups and then obviously like people have acne problems and they, they would just ask about so specific a question, like would this medication help or would this herb help Mm -hmm. or like, and I do kind of feel sometimes a little stressed because I'm like, so many people are commenting on like, you know, this like keto diet or whatever. And I'm like, okay, there's so much more, you know, going on here. That you feel. Yeah. It's actually like, I want to help you, but then I can't, or, you know, like I, I know where you're coming from. Um, so I think it's good to get people aware that, okay, even if you're following someone yeah. or to be aware that everyone who's commenting, they're all people like you, they're not like wellness professionals or like, you know, and what works for someone doesn't work for you either. Exactly. Yes. And you're right. People are, they come on and they're like, will this one medication help me? And it's like, I don't know. You know, the, my favorite question is what moisturizer is best for acne? And it's like, well, I don't know anything else about your story. I don't know what cleanser you're using. Yeah. I don't know what you're eating. I don't know what your uh-huh. lifestyle like. Like that's an impossible question to answer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's like, what kind of herb would like help my PCOS? And like, mm-hmm. it's so multifactorial. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like normal. You know, everyone's just trying to find like a one fixed thing because based on our yeah. like conventional medicine anyway model. You're so right. People are looking for the one, the one thing mm-hmm. that's going to fix it. And I, it, it, trying to um, like retrain that thought pattern that it's not one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not one right. thing that's causing your acne and it's probably yes. not something that's going to fix it. It's probably yeah. a culmination of mm-hmm. things together. Mm-hmm. That is the most important sentence in this whole topic there's not one thing that leads to acne there's multifactorial and obviously there's multiple solutions mm-hmm. right so um is there anything else about adult acne that you would like to share about today 
Um, I think that we've covered quite a bit. I just would like to inc offer encouragement mm -hmm. that if you are struggling with adult acne, I do believe it's possible for everyone to experience clear skin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, currently there's a big skin positivity movement. Um, if you go on like Instagram and do hashtag skin positivity, it'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. And while I understand the drive behind this movement to, you know, the drive is kind of to normalize acne so that it's not so shunned and looked down mm -hmm. upon or like, oh, you're gross, you don't wash your face, you know, all these untrue thoughts about acne that mm -hmm. sometimes people who've never had it have. And I understand the, the point behind it, again, the emotion behind it, but what I wanna caution you is, you know, if you find a lot of these um, Instagram accounts or you, you, know, you start following um, some of these people that are promoting kind of this like acne is normal, the trap that I think you can fall into is never, it's like, yes, there's a big, benefit to okay accept yourself and love yourself where you're at right right yeah but at the same time don't stop moving forward to become better and healthier and have clearer skin because it is possible so i feel like falling into that trap of and i hear this a lot like i'm just never gonna have clear skin i hear that so often the thing is, if you really believe that, then it's true for you. Right. You're, you're never going to have clear skin because you really believe that. And so yeah, it's not limiting you. Yeah. yeah, it is. It really is a very much a limiting belief. And I think it kind of closes you off to possible solutions. So I really feel like coming with the approach of, you know, I love myself and I accept myself where I'm at, but I'm not going to stop looking for that solution. and you know, like if someone says, well, I tried changing my diet and it really didn't help. It's like, well, don't throw that out the window. <laughs> like, you know, that's still eating well has right. many health benefits, right? Like, yeah, let's not ditch that just because your acne didn't magically disappear in a week. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really work that way, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, you know, allowing time to heal. Okay. Is, is so important as well. So I hope everything I said just made sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm that made sense. Like not, you know, not separating out your acne is just one problem. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh, actually, before we end off, I do want to talk a little bit about skincare because I feel like it's a kind of a big topic. Um, so when you coach your clients, do you actually like suggest the type of skincare that they should use for someone with acne or what kind of ingredients to avoid? We do talk about skincare because I don't think that you can fully heal acne without discussing it. Um, I don't prescribe, like I don't say, oh, you need to use this cleanser and this mm -hmm. moisturizer and this and this because I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah. And I feel like that is just outside of my scope of practice to prescribe. I don't think that um, someone who's not a dermatologist should be prescribing skincare. Mm -hmm. So I'm very careful to educate. Yeah. 
and teach. So what we go through is these are things to look for in a cleanser. And this is how to cleanse your face. And, you know, that skin brush you're using, you probably don't need it. And it's probably, you know, exacerbating your acne because it's irritating your skin. Um, I really, I'm a big believer in the importance of sunscreen, especially when healing acne. Um, and so educating on that and the different types that are available, um, you know, and I'm very sensitive to someone's desire to, you know, some women are more, I want to go more of like the clean beauty route Mm -hmm. or they're okay with more of like the drugstore. Like I want to be able to go to CVS and buy my skincare. So I'm very sensitive to where the person's coming from Mm -hmm. and offering suggestions that they have access to, and that is going to be doable for them. But I'm a big believer too, that there's beauty and simplicity. And sometimes it's a matter of like having someone not use so much stuff on their face. Right. Like take a step back. You don't need to have all of these things in your skincare routine. Um, because it can be really hard to isolate as well mm-hmm. what's causing a problem if you're using like 10 products. <laughs> you know? Yeah, your body has to absorb it and like assimilate it. I mean, I think yeah. it's the same with like makeup, right? For adult acne. Absolutely. So one thing that, one question you see often is what's the best like heavy duty foundation for covering acne? And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I actually really believe that again, less is more. And there's some beautiful tinted sunscreens, like Mm -hmm. tinted SPF. Um, You can go full mineral, you know, like a zinc oxide filter. Um, And they can create really flawless, pretty coverage without having to use heavy foundation. And that's actually going to allow the skin to heal, Mm -hmm. that SPF protection, rather than a heavy duty foundation. Right. So yeah, I'm very much a believer in like, less is more. I know you want to cover your acne and I would never say like, oh, don't cover it at all because, um, I feel like then you can just go around and every mirror your past, you're like, I feel, and I don't feel confident, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that you can cover what needs to be covered without dousing yourself in really heavy makeup that just is going to clog your pores. Yeah. And the overdoing it, it just brings down your self-esteem or like it heightens your insecurity on the inside anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Nice. So along this line, uh, one of the fun questions I wanted to ask you was actually, what's your favorite line of skincare? So I don't really have a favorite line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of those people that I think there's a lot of great companies out there but there's no one company that I'm like, I love every single product they make. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very much like pick, pick and choose. But what I, again, what I've come to learn is there's so much beauty and simplicity. So I really go for the simpler products mm-hmm. than things that are overly complicated and have tons of fragrance in them and all of that thing. Like if there's one thing you can avoid in your skincare, I would say, let it be fragrance. Yeah, um, I agree. Highly irritating. You don't really know what's, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people have 
negative reactions to it, even if not initially, over time using a product that has fragrance in it can lead to redness and irritation and sensitivity. And those things are not gonna help your acne. Great, awesome solution, Tana. Um, so we're gonna wrap this up right now. Um, and on a completely unrelated acne question is um, what kind of, what creative project are you working on right now? What creative project? Yeah. Right now I have just been working on promoting my one-on-one -on -one coaching program mm -hmm. because that's really where my passion lies. Like I've thought about creating an online course and all of those things. Right. And those may be things that I do in the future, but right now I feel like where I get so much fulfillment and where I really see someone truly come into their own beauty and realizing their health is during that one-on-one -on -one coaching project. So that lately is where I am investing my time and energy just to build my brand and let people know I'm here that, you know, yeah. I exist. Mm -hmm. and that's definitely where my focus has been. Nice. Thanks for being honest. Yeah. So where can people find you for this one-on-one -on -one personal coaching? So you can go to my website. It's my first and last name, hannahstoffel.com. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're going to have show notes. Yeah, I will have show notes. So I'll Perfect. put that all in the link. All right. um, I'll get the yeah. spelling and everything. And then I do have a freebie, um, 10 things in 10 days for blemish-free skin. Mm -hmm. And you can get that at hannahstoffel.com forward slash clear skin. Okay. I'm going to put that in the show notes too. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I feel like that will be baby steps that people can take and also from like a reputable source and not just like picking things off in a Facebook group. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Melissa. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.